Welcome to the Jack Journey Podcast, where it's all about confidence, courage, and style. Get ready to escape ordinary and be extraordinary. Build your boundaries, the art of saying no and embracing success. Ever felt like a doormat or maybe you've caught yourself saying yes one too many times when what you really want to do is say no? Well, it's not just you. This is a universal problem. Saying no is kind of like doing yoga for the first time. It feels awkward and a bit painful, but oh boy, is it good for you. Today, we're going to cover the power of setting boundaries and the art of saying no. If you want to build relationships that feel right and excel at work without burning out, you absolutely can. Imagine a life where saying no feels as good as sliding into your favorite pair of jeans. Boundaries are not walls. They're bridges to better connections. As Warren Buffett once said, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. I never knew success until I learned to set boundaries. It is so freeing and so empowering and absolutely essential if you want to master your own destiny. I have got the strategies and tactics that can help you create a happier, healthier, and more successful life. With my roadmap, you'll go from boundary novice to boundary ninja. Say yes to saying no. Our objectives? Understand why setting boundaries is vital for success. Learn the seven-step roadmap to master the art of saying no. Give you actionable tactics and strategies. Empower you to make immediate changes in your life. Show you how boundary setting can enhance personal relationships and professional growth. The seven-step roadmap to build your boundaries is amazing, and we're going to start off by unraveling the psychology of no. It's a word, but it's also a gateway to freedom, control, and self-respect. All right, here we go. Step one, identify your values. You've got to know what lights your fire, my friends. Your values are the bedrock of your identity. They're like your personal North Star. So figure out who you are and who you want to be. This is the critical first step. Let's talk about how you do that. List your top values. Grab a pen and paper and brainstorm your top five to 10 values. Is it family, creativity, integrity, wealth? Write them down. And then I want you to rank your values. Prioritize them. Kind of like a VIP list for your personal nightclub. Who gets through the velvet ropes first? Then I want you to reflect on alignment. Look at your daily actions. Do they match your values or are they trying to crash the party? Then create a value statement. Write a personal mission statement that includes your core values. Think of it like your own personal movie tagline and commit to living it. That's the fun part. You get to live out those values, dress the part, act the part, and become the star of your own show. Step number two, know your limits. You can't be everything to everyone. Be honest with yourself. You've got basically a credit limit on your energy card. Spend wisely and don't overdraft or you'll find yourself bankrupt in the you department. You know, research shows that understanding your limits can actually reduce stress and increase your well-being. In other words, accepting your limitations rather than fighting them leads to higher satisfaction in your life. Some specific steps you can take, assess your load. Take inventory of your commitments. If your calendar looks like abstract art, it's probably time to simplify. You can also identify stressors. What's draining your energy? 
identify these vampires, and eliminate them. You can also set some clear boundaries. It's not just about fences and neighbors. It's about deciding what you will and what you won't accept in your life. Write them down. Knowing your limits doesn't mean you're limited. Quite the opposite. It means you're selective, making wise decisions, and tuned into your own frequency. Step number three, communicate clearly. This one will be tough for some people. Say no like you mean it, not like you're asking if someone wants sugar in their tea or you're apologizing. You have to be clear, be direct, be respectful, but be assertive. Saying no doesn't mean slamming doors. I like to think of it like a gentle but firm handshake. Some steps you can take here. Identify your no. Know exactly what you're saying no to, because a vague no is like a blurry photo. Nobody knows what's going on. And choose your words wisely. Select them like you're picking out an outfit. They need to suit the occasion, the person, and the situation. It also has to reflect your intention. So watch your tone. Your voice is like a musical instrument. Make sure it resonates with your message. Another good thing to do, mind your body language. Stand tall. Make eye contact. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And avoid over-explaining. No doesn't need a trilogy to explain it. Keep it concise, like a catchy slogan. No. Step number four, practice makes perfect. You don't learn to waltz overnight. So you can start by saying no in the mirror, to the cat, to the telemarketer, whoever. You build resilience through practice. So take consistent effort. Like that favorite pair of jeans, it has to fit comfortably into your daily routine. So practice, practice, practice. Step number five, evaluate and adjust your boundaries regularly. I'm a huge advocate of this because I think our life changes constantly. Sometimes even our beliefs, our values, our goals, and what is important to us can change on a dime. So it's important to really reflect and reassess sometimes with visualizations, with affirmations, with goals, and of course, with boundaries. So make sure and keep an eye on them because being adaptable, it's like having a wardrobe for all seasons and it can really help you get where you want to go even faster. Some specific steps you can take to assess regularly. Evaluate your boundaries like you'd service your car. Keep it in your journal, write it down. Once every few months should do it, unless of course you have some major life changes. And when you identify those changes, you notice life's a shifting landscape. Recognize what's changed and adjust your boundaries like you'd rearrange furniture in a room to better suit your lifestyle. You can also seek feedback. Sometimes you need a mirror to see clearly or someone else's perspective. Ask for honest feedback from trusted allies. Also, you can experiment and learn. Try new boundaries like trying on new shoes. Sometimes they fit, sometimes they don't, but that's okay. In the long run, you're going to have a much better idea about what works really well for you. And record your insights. Use your journal. Documenting your thoughts and adjustments can be really helpful and sometimes surprising. Step number six, prioritize self-care and mental well-being. Self-care is a necessity, not a luxury. It's a daily vitamin not a chocolate treat. Your mental health is a pillar of success. Be aware of that. Building a strong foundation with mental well-being, it is the bedrock of all achievements. Studies by the American Psychological Association emphasize that regular self-care routines enhance overall mental health, which leads to improved productivity, creativity, and resilience. Oprah has often talked about how her regular meditation and mindfulness practices are integral to her success. So has Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Here are some specific steps you can take. Create a self-care routine. 
Design a daily ritual, kind of like brushing your teeth, but for the soul. Also, identify stressors and find solutions. Recognize what rains on your parade and find the right umbrella. Exercising regularly is a huge help. Physical health and mental well-being go together like PB&J. And if you foster supportive relationships, that's also extremely helpful. Surround yourself with nurturing connections and make sure to set aside some time for hobbies and passions. If you spend time doing things you love, you're going to feel better all around. And then, of course, seek professional help if needed. It's not always easy and there is nothing wrong in asking for help. In fact, it takes courage to do so. And it has changed so many people's lives for the better. Step number seven, cultivate resilience and embrace failure as a learning tool. You have to understand resilience is a muscle. And like any muscle, resilience grows stronger with practice. You also have to learn from your failures and don't let them defeat you. Failure is not a dead end. It's a detour. Look at Walt Disney. Disney was fired from a newspaper for lacking imagination. Talk about irony. His resilience transformed failures into one of the world's most iconic brands. Some specific steps you can take. Adopt a growth mindset. Start to see your failures as lessons like plot twists in your favorite novel. Dr. Carol Dweck's research on growth mindset emphasizes that viewing failures as opportunities for growth fosters resilience and leads to greater success in all areas of life. Another thing you can do, build a great support system. Surround yourself with positive influences. Also, acknowledge the setbacks. Recognize the bumps and bruises. It's like admitting that you've stumbled, but not letting it define you. Another great tip, learn from each failure. Take a little time to analyze what went wrong and what can be improved. It's a fantastic way to level up. You also want to make sure to set realistic and flexible goals and create some sort of resilience ritual. If you establish a daily practice that bolsters your resilience, like a morning mantra or a reflection journal, this is amazing. Check out my podcast on affirmations. It's absolutely perfect for this. And then of course, I want you to celebrate your progress, not just your successes. Applaud every single step forward, even if it's small. So there it is, your roadmap to building boundaries and learning to say no. Creating this mindset not only helps you be more resilient, but lays such a great foundation for success in personal relationships, professional endeavors, and your overall fulfillment. You possess the tools. Now it's time to say yes to saying no. That's a wrap.